Hello everyone. Um, I realize that I have been writing a lot lately, but not um, really doing any podcasts lately. Um, just on my own, I have been recording some podcasts with guests, which I'm really excited about sharing very soon. Hopefully, <laughs> I think it will be really good, encouraging content. It's always good to just share what's going on in our lives and for others to know that they're not alone in their struggles. So that's something that's really exciting that's going to be coming up. But I realize I haven't really shared much lately. So (laughs) I wanted to just hop on real quick and just um, share a little bit about, I guess maybe just a little bit of an update. Um, So for those of you who have been following, I finished sharing the story about Sophie's life and her passing, which I had really wanted to do a podcast about just my process and everything with her passing, but I just could not bring myself to do it emotionally. Even writing the blog about it, I think I read through it twice and just really prayed that I got all the typos out because I just I couldn't really see the screen I was crying so hard just reliving it all was just really really difficult so I haven't been able to talk about it but um I have started to kind of switch over into sharing about my grief process because that's originally what I wanted to write about and to have the podcast be about but then I realized that so many people had no clue like about her story and um like her diagnosis and just all the drama (laughs) that happened there so I figured that's probably a good place to start (laughs) because there's a lot to talk about and then to kind of transition into the grieving process so that's kind of where I am now is going back and looking at the things I've written and you know, just thinking about different conversations I've had with people and just sharing um, just what the grieving process has been for me. So what I wanted to focus on today, just briefly, is um, how weird it's been emotionally to be expecting another kid. (laughs) This is definitely not a position I thought I would be in again. Yinya and I really wanted two kids and we got our boy and our girl and we thought okay that's great we're done we're not having any more kids um I never thought I'd have to think about getting pregnant again or think about um you know just doctor's visits and all of these things that come with having another kid I never thought it would just be me and Adam with me expecting again because we did this before (laughs) Um, and it has definitely been an emotional roller coaster for me. Um, I will say, uh, when we decided we were going to go ahead and try for another kid, it, it didn't happen right away. And I'm not saying it took such a long time because it really didn't like, it was like two months and we were pregnant. But I remember the first month really thinking I was pregnant having all the symptoms and everything and the home tests kept coming back negative and I was like this is weird maybe I'm just taking them too soon and then I went to the doctor and got blood taken 
and it was a definite no. And I remember just having a breaking point. Um, couldn't sleep, was just crying and so angry. And I realized that it wasn't even about the negative pregnancy test. It wasn't even the fact that I wasn't pregnant. It was the fact that I just felt like the whole situation was just so unfair. You know, I shouldn't even be in this position again. I shouldn't even be thinking about um, whether or not I'm going to have another kid because I already had my two kids. I had my two perfect kids and that was just taken away from me. And I think that when I took a step back and thought about what the root of the of my anger and frustration was, it was that. And just, again, coming to terms with the fact that I just felt like the whole situation was just extremely unfair. And I was just really angry about it. And um, shortly after that, I kind of had to get myself together. And really just for me, it was about coming before the Lord and just saying, okay, if I never have kids again, what is that going to look like for me and the rest of my life? What is that going to mean for my emotional health? What is that going to mean for my spiritual life? Because um, I didn't want this to be a thing that caused me to be bitter and angry and resentful. You know, I wanted to kind of make peace with it before it ever even happened. Like, if I can't have kids, what am I going to do? Like, let's imagine that. I know the future, I'm not going to have any more kids. And I just decided right then and there, like, okay, <laughs> like I'm going to be satisfied and happy with the life that I have, with the many blessings that I have. I'm going to be thankful for my two beautiful kids that I have, um, one here, one in heaven. <laughs> and um, the biggest thing for me was just determining that I'm not going to stop thanking the Lord and loving him and and just being grateful. And so when I kind of released that, just this huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. I felt a, like a peace wash over me. And I just thought, okay, it doesn't matter what happens next. I know I'm going to be okay. I've just kind of resolved this. And I've just kind of finally let it go. And I know that, I guess, what I have learned in this grief process is that you can feel like you're really letting something go and then it can rear its ugly head again. And I'm not talking about the the kind of ongoing battles of grief because anger, of course, still rises up. And sometimes I do get these waves of just like, oh, this is really not fair. Oh, I miss her. Why I should have, you know, my three kids here. Why do I not have one of my kids here with me? But then I'm able to take a step back and say, no, we're not going to spiral down this this negative path. I'm going to remember that I'm thankful. I'm going to remember that I've just completely given everything over to the Lord and I trust that he's got what's best for me and that's all I, I can do. And so, um, but just for the, that moment, really just letting it go and really feeling a peace that no matter what happened, it was going to be okay. It was really what I needed to do. And lo and behold, by the next month, I found out I was pregnant. And the shock to me was that my initial feeling was not happiness. It wasn't excitement. It was intense 
fear and anxiety and um, almost already preparing myself for another loss or another difficult, you know, pregnancy with a sick kid or something. Like, I just couldn't shake that fear of what's going to be wrong with this one. And it's just so frustrating because you think, okay, you have this deep desire and God answers your prayers. You get this thing that you really wanted and yet you're not happy. And um, I just really had to kind of wrestle with that for the first several weeks. I don't think I was fully just excited about the baby until I was in my second trimester, for sure. Um, I had these little milestones, certain doctor's visits and things like were just like these huge milestones that, okay, if I can just get past this and everything's okay, then I'll be fine. And then the next one came and then the next one came. And I have to say, um, this has been my first, or I guess one and only, 100% normal pregnancy with a healthy baby. Um, even Adam had some difficulties. Uh, he had um, cysts on one of his kidneys. And when we went for our first trimester screening, they thought he would have Down syndrome. So like even that, even my very first pregnancy was kind of hit with these difficulties and a little bit of trauma <laughs> going into it. And then Sophia was like next level. So I really expected it'll be the same thing, like either first trimester or second trimester, we're going to find out something is wrong because with Sophie, it was second trimester where we found out there were a bunch of things wrong and just went downhill from there. So I thought, okay, first milestone, first trimester screening. When I cleared that, I was like, okay, so now it's going to be second trimester screening. When I cleared that, um, it was like I all of a sudden reached uncharted territory and I was like well now what because I've never made it this far in a pregnancy with zero issues <laughs> like just a normal pregnancy with a healthy baby so now when I go to the doctor I don't really know what to expect because I just have never been in this position before which is great I'm really happy and thankful for that but I was telling a friend, like, the last appointment I went to was a few weeks ago, and it was very anticlimactic. <laughs> like, I got there, and it was quick, and everything was fine, and I left. And I was like, this is so weird, you know? <laughs> there was no big thing that happened. I didn't have to have any specialists come and look at the baby. I didn't have to have any you know, awkward conversations with doctors or reminders that, hey, your kid has this problem and this problem and none of that. It was just, your baby looks great. Everything is fine. So it's, it's really good and it's a blessing, but it's also very weird. So I think, um, in a nutshell, that's kind of how it's been, uh, the very first doctor's appointment, you know, when you go and like actually confirm the pregnancy, it took a while because, when I got pregnant, I think the doctor was on holiday or something, so it took I had to wait like three weeks or something or two or three weeks to get that first 
confirmation visit and I was stressed the whole time. I've never had to wait that long to get the confirmation and then heading there. I just went into like full panic and just waiting in the waiting room and then talking with the doctor about Sophie and her history and what happened with that pregnancy and and then just getting checked out seeing the baby but just so like you're you have these mixed emotions of oh there's a baby everything looks good so far but who knows how long that's gonna last and leaving the doctor's office I just had a full-on I would say maybe a panic attack I couldn't breathe my heart was racing I was trying to talk with my sister-in-law who came with me and I just could barely get the words out I was crying and I just thought like I don't want this to be my experience every time I walk into the doctor because as anybody who's been pregnant knows you go to the doctor quite often so it's like I can't be having these panic attacks every time I go um and so then I really had to kind of again just come before the Lord and say okay I don't want to have this be something that just brings like a dark cloud over this really amazing and blessed experience you know I'm really thankful for this baby and I don't want the whole pregnancy to just be clouded in fear and worry and stress which I know is all understandable for what we went through but to that extent like where I'm having a panic attack shaking can't breathe can't speak like that is something I didn't want to be dealing with so I think I really had to rely on my support team or system that I have around me not a lot of people knew that I was pregnant in the beginning because I was really keeping it only for like very very close family and friends only and not even all family knew right away because one of the things I also didn't want to experience is I didn't want to have anyone have their maybe like negative thoughts or their worries or their fears to add on to what I was already dealing with (laughs) because the last thing you want when you're nervous about something is for someone else to go yeah I'm nervous too like that doesn't help anything so um I really kept it just close and very secretive (laughs) for a while and I also was very very sick in the beginning which also kind of helped with the lack of communication I just was never really feeling physically well enough to talk about or even think about sharing it with people because I was just miserable. (laughs) Like, I think for the first, I want to say 14 weeks, maybe even longer, I was sick 24-7. The only time I didn't feel extremely nauseous was when I was sleeping. Um, But anytime I was awake, even if I woke up to go to the bathroom, in the middle of the night, I would feel nauseous, like just 24-7 nauseous. Never threw up, but very, very nauseous all the time. And I would get migraines that would last two, three days. The longest one was four days. I went to emergency because I couldn't take it anymore. Um, I couldn't really get out of bed. And so I somehow managed to get to emergency And it ended up mostly just being stress. Um, They were able to give me some good medicine that really helped. It was like magic. Um, But also just trying to keep myself calm. Um, 
and realizing what stress can do to your body. <laughs> um, I already knew it, but I think it was a good reminder um, to just, again, continue to just surrender all of it. Like, don't be stressed. Don't hold all that in. Just acknowledge what you're feeling and give it to God and let him deal with it. Let him take it. Just take peace and try to rest and relax and not put yourself in any stressful situations. So thankfully, the migraines stopped, the nausea stopped eventually, and then I was finally feeling a little more comfortable, had a little bit more energy, and it was feeling emotionally a lot better too. So the second trimester I think was, well, usually is the best one. You're not sick anymore and you're not huge and uncomfortable. I mean, I, I'm pretty big, but um, but usually you're feeling your best. And even emotionally, I would say, I feel like the hormones tend to kind of calm down second trimester. That's how it felt for me. And now that I'm in my third, I'm back to the normal discomforts and exhaustion and everything. But thankfully, emotionally, it feels much better. Um, I think it helps that the baby's moving and that, like I said, we got past those other milestones um, where I know the baby's healthy, everything is fine. Um, It just kind of sucks that it coincides with the anniversary of Sophie's death coming up. So I have been more emotional in regards to that, Um, just thinking about her a lot and kind of reliving where we were this time last year um, has been hard, but in terms of how I'm feeling about this pregnancy and this baby, it's been great. I am really excited, looking forward to meeting our girl, and I feel like I'm on the other end of the craziness that I felt in the beginning, and the roller coaster has kind of settled, and um, I'm yeah, I have a lot of peace, and I have just excitement. Um, about it and so yeah that's a basic update of where we are now um I'm super excited to share um the next couple of podcasts with some friends that are have been just so awesome and willing to share their stories and as always I hope that just the open conversation and honesty um, and just the dialogue that doesn't really happen so often. I hope that that is really encouraging to someone, anyone. Um, And again, thank you so much for being on this journey with me, with us, really, our whole family. Um, And I look forward to sharing the next one. Bye.